am Judy Carter, and this is the Power of Purpose podcast, where we explore how to live a purposeful life and how creative people like yourself can make a living doing what you love. And, you know, it seems to me in my life, and I'm maybe with you, Jason, that every time I go, this is what I want to do, I'm going to do it, I'm going to, you know, write that next book, I'm going to do a screenplay, I'm going to audition for something, I'm going to, whatever I'm going to do, all of a sudden, there's a circumstance that says, no, no, you're not. (laughs) You know, like I just decided, I got that, what you told in another podcast about the panda planner, Mm -hmm. right? And I went, and I was also um, uh, reading stuff about Seinfeld strategy that Mm -hmm. write every day. Yeah. You need to write every day. Yeah, don't break the chain. Don't break the chain. Well, that chain lasted one day. (laughs) (laughs) But I had a lot of good reasons. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, I had, you know... You know, friend die. I had. Um, I take someone to the airport first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. Never got to the. I'll do it later. I'll do yeah, it later. Yeah. I'll do it later. I'll do it later. Um, and it seems just like when you proclaim something to the universe, the universe then says, "Ah, so <laughs> you're really committed to this. Well, let's see how committed you are." Oh yeah, right. And then. And then I'm going to make your plumbing burst. Yep. I'm going to have everything, you know, Mm -hmm. everything go wrong in your house. One of your animals is going to get sick. You're going to have a fight with your partner. You know, all of this stuff is going to happen. Yep. Right? Yeah. We're going to see how it doesn't seem that way. As soon as you say, I'm going to get on course, this is what I'm going to do, that everything then goes hmm. yeah yeah it's it's like the, there's this active agent going all right well let's see how true true to form this is get them boys and it's suddenly just the world just all the gremlins come out of the closet yeah just, meanwhile when you were sitting around doing nothing you know binge watching netflix and not caring boy everything just seemed to work just fine and it, it, <laughs> everything was okay you know but uh right but the moment you as you said declare it to the universe the universe uh declares something back yeah <laughs> Yeah, there's always, there will always be a resistance and make it really difficult. And that doesn't mean that you shouldn't be doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be thing, something that you really want to do and even that you're good at doing, whether it be like, I'm I'm going to exercise yep. 30 minutes. I'm going to take a walk every mm-hmm. day, every day. I'm, I'm going to, <laughs> or in our last podcast i'm going to put my submit myself for competitions right i'm going all this stuff there will always be obstacles and that is life and that's the essence of of what a story is a character wants something Mm -hmm. and then life happens and and that's the first thing that you have to, to to just come to grips with first anytime you say or declare or try to make that move in whatever direction, whatever whatever it is you're trying to achieve, the obstacles come. And the other thing, too, is you those obstacles were always there. They always existed. You just weren't aware of them until you set down that path. It's like, okay, you know, there's a multiple paths to get to where I want to go. 
I'm going this way. And it's not until you're a mile down the road that you realize that that path goes through a swamp, you know, because right. and if you pick the other path, that one, you know, goes down, you know, a, a gorge with rocks and things, you know, this this is just a part of creating a goal and doing something and creating anything. The obstacles are a part of the plan. Absolutely. And there is no finish line because a lot of people think, well, once I, you know, um, I put myself out there, submit myself, all of a sudden, my gosh, I've gotten cast in yeah. my own show <laughs> on yeah. NBC yeah. Network, prime time. I'm the star of the show. Yeah. Um, what what you don't realize is that's when your problems really start. Mm-hmm. And um, I have found uh, people that I know who have gotten extremely sex- successful that way. Um, I always tell them the same thing. Mm-hmm. I said, listen, I know you're really successful right now, but you can complain to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can complain to me because that's the reason most successful, rich people, lottery, they have mm-hmm. to change their friends yeah. because everybody is so envious of them. Um, but they know their life is still sh- <laughs> and and they have nobody to complain to. Exactly. So they can only complain to people who are making as much money as they are making. Um, wonderful film, go see it, a documentary. I don't know where you can get it. It's called Lucky. Mm-hmm. And it's about the lottery win- winners and how how um, their life just goes to shit. <laughs> you know, when they when when they get all this stuff, their life gets gets <laughs> So the obstacles that you are f- when you are trying to, let's say, write that screenplay yeah. mm-hmm. and you're hit with obstacles that prevent you from doing your morning pages or, or write that, when you're, if you are lucky enough that your screenplay gets produced, you will continually have those obstacles. So mm-hmm. unless you know how to get around them when you're just starting... Yep. Um, you're, you know, if somehow you, you sort of get around it, but, but don't feel right about having the obstacles and Mm -hmm. they keep pounding you down, you're going to have a nervous breakdown when, (laughs) when, when things go into production. Yeah. When things actually go right. When people say yes, you're going to have real problems. Yeah. Yeah. Your problems, the obstacles get larger and larger Mm -hmm. and, and the fallout from them is uh, bigger and bigger the more successful you are. Yeah. It's like one of my, as I've said before in the podcast, other, one of my favorite phrases is new levels bring new devils. Oh, that's nice. New levels bring new devils. Yeah. So, so, so the first step, and it kind of leads to the title of the podcast, you know, it's your attitude towards obstacles. Yeah. Let's talk about that Mm -hmm. because, um, I've, I've gotten a mindset that's really helped me in this area mm-hmm. and I want to share it, um, share it with you listeners because this has so helped me and people get, let's just say you're driving, you're going, you're driving someplace and you get stopped for going through a stop sign or speeding or whatever. And most people get extremely agitated about that. Right? They mm-hmm. go like, ah, trying to get somewhere, and I'm stopped. And and you know you did it, but you are just yeah. going to try and talk to yourself. You're going to get angry. You're going to be bummed. Now you got this ticket you have to pay. Yeah. It's going to go again. Maybe you had another one. It's going to get your assurance and all of this. 
Well, I have found a way to shift my attitude that has to do with what we're talking about. And I have been stopped um, eight times in the past five years, and I have not gotten a ticket. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and it's all because of shifting my beliefs about getting tickets, about all the things that stop you mm. is there's going to be things stopping you. Yeah. It's acceptance. You know? it's, it's this acceptance, but the acceptance goes beyond this. Okay. Um, I believe that the obstacle I encounter are good for me. Okay. Okay. So, for instance, if a police stops me because I'm speeding, mm-hmm. um, I think it's a good thing. Yeah. Because I was speeding. In California, if you drive safe for two years and then you get a ticket, you go to traffic school, whatever. It doesn't go on your record. Mm-hmm. Right? So, I last time I got a ticket, it was two years past. I was very careful. And I went, oh, what the heck? I'll just get a tick, <laughs> one ticket every two years. <laughs> now, this is what I create. And this is, this is the big difference. This is really putting your money where your beliefs are. Mm-hmm. I have something called a contingency screw-up budget. Oh, okay. Okay? My every year, I actually allot a couple thousand dollars to... Um, double charges on my credit card that I can't seem to remove. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, um, being um, getting getting tickets, mm-hmm. um, losing stuff. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you basically have this little insurance policy that you're keeping just for yourself. Right. For the things that you know are going to happen because yeah. they're a part of achieving things. Okay. <laughs> so I either pay it or the rest goes to charity that money's not mine Mm, okay okay. so that money is the money that's just is for contingency screw up and whatever's left i'll go you know it goes goes to charity Mm -hmm. okay so watch how this changes my attitude so a cop stops me i'm gonna have to pay for a ticket do i care it comes out of my (laughs) contingency screw up budget Mm -hmm. i'm ready for it Also, I think it's a good thing. I was speeding. I was going too fast. He stops me. So my attitude towards him is not one of resistance. Mm -hmm. And that's the biggest thing about an obstacle is stop resisting whatever you've heard this term, whatever, you know, you resist persists in your life. So the officer says, oh, do you know you were speeding? And I go, oh, hello, officer. Immediately, I align myself with him because when you become defensive to any kind of obstacle, it's called you lose. You're playing a game called you lose. I say, come a little closer to the car. I don't want you to get hurt. Yeah. Okay? Mm -hmm. And then he goes, do you know you're speeding? You're going, you know, 50 miles in a 30-mile-hour zone. Oh, well, that's 20 miles over the speed limit. Please give me a ticket. Because I just want the ticket yeah. and to go. And to go, yeah. And to go. I I'll accept go to, this obstacle. I accept I'll, the ramifications. Let's just get through yeah, it. Yeah, I'll go to all the pizza you can eat traffic school yeah. and I pay whatever. <laughs> My kids just, you know, want to go. And he goes, um, yeah, I'm going to give you a ticket. And I go, please give me a ticket. Now, most people are trained in um, hostility, especially police officers. Mm -hmm. They know how to handle conflict, but they don't know how to handle it when there is no conflict. Yeah. So they'll create it. 
He'll go, oh, you want a ticket? I go, yes, please give me the ticket. Well, if that's what you want, I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> yeah, they're just immediately I looking for I am not kidding you. Yeah. yeah. He said, I said, no, you can give me a ticket. And then somehow, I don't know if this plays into it, but I always say, care for a prune. And then they laugh and they go, get out of here. Yeah. I don't know if that has anything to do with it, <laughs> but I always carry prunes with me when I, when I travel. But here's the thing. If, you know, like just ugh, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I had a big contingency screw up where um, – and, and a property I own, all the pipes burst oh. and sewage everywhere. And mm. the guys came. They said it would be 3000 then it was 8000 then it was 17000 mm. And I was, like, really upset about it. And then I thought about it. And I go, oh, I haven't had pipes burst in 10 years. Yeah. You know, pipes burst. Yeah. That's you know, it's you know the word entropy. It's the nature of things to fall apart. Mm -hmm. Our bodies are falling apart. Our furniture is falling apart. <laughs> yeah, our carpet our brains here. are falling apart. Yeah, yeah. It's things fall apart. Mm -hmm. So, so you have to accept that. You have to accept that. So how do you? How do I then? You know, go okay. I'm going to write every morning. Mm -hmm. Now I know in the morning there's going to be some kind of cat vomit that's going to yeah. happen. There's going to, and oh, I'm going to get to it. Mm -hmm. But because life continually things screw up, I realize now, I just realized this, I'm going to have to set my alarm a half hour earlier. Yeah. Because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, I've, I know that by setting whatever goal that I'm trying to set, there's going to be obstacles. I've accepted that. And now, after the acceptance, I am taking action. I'm setting my alarm ahead. I'm putting a contingency account uh, together of money that I don't consider mine anymore just for these types of situations. I'm taking action in that acceptance so that when these things happen, because they will, I have a plan. Yes. And it's so, you know, I can't think of another thing that happened to me, but I remember going like, starting to get so stressed about this is not fair mm. this person overcharged me they told me it was returnable and now they're not willing to return <laughs> it and it's like something like you know 45 dollars yeah. right and i'm getting myself really burned out because it's not right yes but now i just go contingency screw up budget yep do things happen that aren't right mm -hmm. yes all the time are you right and they're wrong Yes, you are. But that's not the world you live in. Exactly. And and so another another way you can attack this as well, because I know some people might be thinking, well, I don't have the money for a contingency you know, plan or I don't have this or, you know, I'm you know, I'm already maxed out or whatever. And go back and listen to our reasons and excuses podcast to, to learn more about that kind of stuff. Uh, but another thing is how you define failing in your goal. One of the things that people always, I, I don't like when people throw around terms, and we, we can talk about this more in another podcast, that are way too big for what they're actually experiencing. Like when people use the phrase sacrifice, when it actually just means inconvenience. You know, failure is a big one. Like, uh, you know, people talk about failed marriages. I was like, well, marriages don't fail. There's no board where, you know, there's no website we can go to where all everyone who's married is being ranked. <laughs> and then they go, oh, no, they're definitely, that's a failed marriage. No, 
marriages don't work out. They come to a conclusion. They, you know, they finish, but they didn't fail. You know, there is no thing. And a lot of people don't do things. They don't do their goals. They don't follow through with their actions because of what? Fear of failure. Well, you're not failing. You're not, you're not. If so you, if I, okay, so let's say I go, I'm going to write these morning pages. Mm-hmm. You convinced me by the Panda Planner. Yep. I filled out one day and then I don't know where the book is right now. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, so that's not a failure. No, that's not a failure. That's, that is a setback and an obstacle that you are hitting. Okay, obviously I am not doing the work that ah. I need to do to get my Panda Planner. I lost it. Obviously I didn't care about it enough. So do I, is this something I really, really want to do? Or is it that I need to create that contingency plan, that contingency action in order to pursue it so it is something I want? Okay, so if I look at it like uh, uh, feels, uh, okay, so I think, oh, I said I was going to write every day and I haven't. I'm, I'm a loser, right? Yeah. So, okay, so I, I failed. failed. I, I failed. Suck. I suck. I said I would do it. I don't have the quote unquote willpower, mm-hmm. which I don't believe exists. Yeah. I don't have the willpower necessary. I'm not, I give people advice on this podcast, but I don't follow it myself. Mm-hmm. And then I'm really down on myself. So mm. you're saying. And that, so, so what you've done there yeah. is you have taken failure and you have defined it as anytime something happens that I don't want it to. So now that's your definition of failure. So now I'm trying to beat a light and someone's too slow in front of me. I failed at getting through that intersection. That's a really bad and harmful way to think about things. But people actually think that way because they add this. They add the the hyperbole of failure to any time something doesn't go my way or any time I don't get to do something I wanted to do or any time I didn't do something I set out to do. They put this huge heavy cowl of failure over the top of it. No, it's a strategy shift. That's all it is. Strategy shift. Okay. So sometimes if these failures, you know, cause you spending money, just mm-hmm. it's and it's anticipating that you're going to have obstacles. Yeah, it's you're anticipating, anticipating it. it. You're accepting it like you were talking about earlier. And then you develop a workaround. And then you develop a workaround. So when you say, I failed, you say, no, now we have a strategy shift moment. This is how did my strategy fail? I lost my panda planner in the first week because there was cat vomit and blah, 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 and this and that. So now my strategy shift is because this is important to me. I'm going to put my panda planner next to my bed so it's the first thing I see when I wake up in the morning. And there's going to be a pin there always on top of it. I'll sleep with it under my face if I have to. You know, this is not a failure. It's a strategy shift. There's something wrong with the plan. We need to fix it. And here's what I'm going to do. This is so great. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh getting this because I'm thinking what do I do the first thing in the morning well I'll look at social media Mm -hmm. and then I fall into a uh, hole yeah right exactly and then I look at email oh my god this person needs something from me can all these things wait 15 minutes for Mm -hmm. me just write 15 minutes yes yes but if I check email before I write then all of a sudden other people's needs and mm-hmm. wants and desires have, you know, now I've got to deal with them exactly. and things they want from me rather than my intent of what is the 
morning pages about or write in the morning is like, what's going on with me? So you just, you know, so so right there, you know, I wake up and I check my email, which, you know, as the old saying goes, email is just someone else adding to your to-do list or, or, or it's someone else's to-do list. So now you know, okay, maybe I shouldn't check my email first thing in the morning. Maybe I should write my 10 pages. Okay, well, I woke up and I still didn't write my 10 pages because I just laid there and stared ten off. 10 pages? The, or 10, ten, ten minutes. 10 minutes, I whatever. thought. <laughs> okay. 10 very small pages. <laughs> Flip book pages. Um, but, you know, whatever the, whatever the thing is, you're not – people say they have the fear of failure. No, you have the fear of, of shifting your strategy. That's what you have a fear of. You have a fear of working. That's what you have a fear of. If I say I have a fear of, of failure, I'm adding all of these excuses. It gives me this very easy way. I always talk about, you know, the escape mm -hmm. pod you can take. If I say, oh, well, I don't want to fail. Well, if your definition of failure is just, oh, that's just an indicator of when to try something different, then there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, and you'll always work and you'll always succeed and you'll always move forward and you'll always produce because there's no such thing as the failure anymore. It's just here's the road. You know, it's an indicator. It's a road sign that says, all right, you can't go this way anymore. You got to turn this way or that way or somewhere else. So figure it out. And then you make your turn and you go to the next road. And, sign. and you have what is the strategy? You just has a strategy shift. Strategy. You shift your strategy. Mm -hmm rather than um, getting stuck in frustration, um, it's not working, I'm a loser, I'm a failure. Yeah, they think I'm a failure, you know, I, you know, everyone thinks I'm terrible, blah, 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 whatever the case may be. And even if you have messed something up royally, if your next thought is, okay, what's the strategy shift? You're already repairing it. You know, it. it's really interesting. Um, when I was writing uh, the comedy Bible, and I interviewed a lot of comics, mm -hmm. most male comics had that uh, strategy shift. Like if a joke didn't work, they mm -hmm. went, what didn't work about it? What words do I change in the joke? Will it work if I do this? What'll you know?" And they had this sort of... Um, not taking it personally attitude mm -hmm. and a lot of the female comics felt like oh i bombed i didn't do good mm -hmm. um i'm i'm not funny um and and have it mean a lot of things that were um self-deprecating about mm -hmm. themselves rather than what do i learn from this and how can i move on from this a kind of strategic it takes like a helicopter view out of your situation <laughs> Because um, I think a lot of um, calling something failure, coming up with obstacles is very triggering yes. for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And it triggers a lot of childhood trauma exactly. of when their parents thought, you know, called them a failure mm -hmm. or called you, you know, oh, yeah, another diet you didn't yeah. keep. You're fat. You're mm -hmm. ugly. I'm no good. And then might as well just binge you know yeah. so it's the idea of like okay here's the what is the problem i'm having now with getting to my goal and let me s s you know try something different try a new strategy mm -hmm. and so great and, and it's funny because like sometimes you know i i always see those types of things as instructions and a lot of people see instructions or or have an outlook on life is like have you ever put together a piece of ikea furniture Oh, yeah. Okay. So, you know, they give you those those instructions, and sometimes there's written information, and sometimes there's just pictures or whatever. But 
when you take on failure as this as this massive cloak that hangs over you and it hugely affects everything you do, it's like reading IKEA instructions and at the end of every sentence it just says dumbass. <laughs> you know, it's like put slot A into slot B. Dumbass. You know, like if you would never, you'd sit there and go, oh, screw this table. I don't need this, you know. But that's not how instructions are. Instructions are you do this and do this and do this and next piece. And that's what happens when you quote unquote fail. You're getting a signpost to shift your strategy to the next thing that you have to do, your next set of instructions. Well, Let's next time we get together, we're going to see how well I do with uh, okay. writing every day. Well, should we give an assignment today and see uh, how we can? Because uh, I because we've we've talked about two things basically: the, the your attitude towards obstacles, and then also your redefining of failure. Uh, so, what would be a good? I, I I would say for this to keep it simple and to, you know, what is something that really feels you know, you want to do that feels you're really on your purpose in life when you do it. And what has gotten in the way of that? All right. And it could be about anything. It could be about uh, being healthy or a commitment you made uh, a New Year's resolution or Mm -hmm. you wanted to lose weight, you wanted to exercise more, you wanted to write more, you wanted to get up and do stand-up, you wanted to become a speaker, you wanted to apply for a TED Talk, whatever it is. Now, you haven't done it Mm -hmm. the way you wanted to do it, the way you were planning to do it. Why not ask yourself this one question, um, what got, two questions, what got (laughs) in the way, and what is your workaround for that obstacle, Mm -hmm. right? And, you know, what would it feel like if you totally accepted the fact that, of course, you have obstacles and let go of any feelings of failure and know that this is what happens to any human who <laughs> gives themselves a goal. Mm-hmm. And it's all, it's not about getting to the finish line, it's how you ran the race. Yeah. And it's how you got around or jumped over, or walked around or found a way through those obstacles. So so I'm going to um, write my morning pages by getting up earlier and not looking at emails or anything until I've done that page. I'm going to make it the most important thing, mm-hmm. the thing I do first. I'm not going to procrastinate. Um, so I'm, I'm interested to see what happens to me in doing that. If, if another obstacle comes mm-hmm. up that uh, is problematic. My partner doesn't like me writing in bed or something like <laughs> yeah, that. Exactly. You know what I mean? And see what happens. happens. And then how am I going to work around that? Mm-hmm. But I'm going to do one at a time. So that's what I say to you. Find yeah. find one obstacle that's, that's stopping you. Identify it and get your work around. If you would like to learn more about turning your purpose into a career, go to themessageofyou.com where I'll give you free access to my online course. Click the button in the top banner when you get there. If you'd like to learn more about what I'm doing, then go to judycarter.com. Thanks for listening, and let's find your message and launch your career.